Hey folks, Ben here from B&B Sports Show Podcast. And if you haven't yet, download Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the easiest to use and free podcast creator. Creating has never been easier. And the fact that Anchor does all the work for you after you're done recording, it distributes it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Easy to use creation, adding sounds and songs with the touch of a button hasn't been any easier. The fact that you can make money off of this is just a win-win. So, if you haven't already, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Ben here. B&B Sports Show Podcast with my friend Brian. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Gorilla Man, a.k.a. Brian. <laughs> a.k.a. A.k.a. this the 37th time we've tried this first episode. Yeah, eventually we'll get this down. Yeah. I doubt so. Hopefully, this is like the last minute. We were trying to get this done well before the start of the regular season. You're getting all muffled on me, brother. Already? God damn it. I think it could be also your headphones, too. I don't know. That my phone's a pile of junk. Well, you're doing good now. You sound good now, so. I can't wait till we uh, start using microphones. Well, me, anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, I use mine right now, so. Yeah, mine don't plug in my phone. Mine's a little fancier. Well, Mr. Fancy Pants. Speaking of Fancy Pants, we have breaking news today. Uh, Antonio Brown has been released from the Raiders and immediately picked up by the New England Patriots. Shocker. I bet you that wasn't uh, planned out at all. It most definitely seems to be the case. Shit's fissier and hell crap, dude. You know, if you... You know the Patriots don't shell out fucking picks. They weren't going to give out any brown picks, and that's what Pittsburgh wanted. And Raiders gave it up. Then Raiders Raiders got hosed in this whole scenario. They lost a third and a fifth round pick for next year, and they didn't get shit. Only thing they got was three hundred thousand dollars in fines that Antonio Brown got fined for basically calling his GM a cracker and starting altercations and then missing practices. I mean, the dude's living proof that someone with CTE can fucking be alive without having it be, you know, determined whether or not they have CTE or not. He's the first person alive that has been diagnosed with CTE. I just... Yeah, I can't believe – I mean, I defended that guy so much when he was coming out of Pittsburgh because it was just a shitstorm there. Exactly. And just with this and how he's trying to say he was the hardest worker, how are you the hardest worker when you weren't even showing up to camp? Exactly. Well, he was trying to claim that he was doing all of his uh, off-season workouts from his house or whatever, training in his swimming pool or whatever. I mean, he made every excuse possible to try to get out of going to practice and stuff. 
Well, if you saw in Hard Knocks, he was limited, obviously, from the frostbite that the, yep. he got being a clown and <laughs> get crouching with socks on. <clears throat> I mean, the dude's not all there in his head. I mean, I just love the fact that how Patriot fans are saying, like, oh, Bill Pelichick, you know, like, I remember Randy Moss was kind of like that. No, Randy Moss was nowhere near as severely deranged as AB is compared to Randy Moss. No way. It's night and day difference. I mean, you're not going to ever hear me agree with anything the Raiders do, but (laughs) I agree with them on this one. Yeah, but it's just fishy that, you know, they released him at four o'clock, and then at four o or four o one or whatever, um, they released him at four o one, and then four o two, he was already signed with the Patriots. <clears throat> Matter well, of minutes. Well, you know, it's funny as they show the video of him finding out he was released. Yeah, and how he yeah. was jumping up and down and excited. But if you yep. look in the background, there's a Raiders, yeah, Raiders picture. Yeah, Raiders hanging up. If you're that angry and wanted to be off the Raiders that bad, why would you post that shit up on your wall? Exactly. Or at least not look in the background before you go live or whatever. But I guess it was just like all spontaneous or something. Like he tried claiming it was all spontaneous because they wanted to get his reaction as him getting released. Like he already knew that he was getting released, in my opinion, because he's the one that demanded his release because they find him at 200 some odd thousand dollars or whatever for missing another um, or when they, when they denied his guaranteed money or they voided it or whatever, that's when they determined or he determined that he was going to get released. So I'm thinking that he was, it was all just a, I don't know, kind of like a a show to see how crazy he could be and to try to push the, the Raiders to get them to, to get, you know, get rid of them or whatever. Because he obviously did not want to play for the Raiders. I mean, he made it apparent. like, And that's what the Steelers kind of backfired on when they said, you know, we'll trade Antonio Brown to any team but the Patriots. And then because Antonio Brown wanted to go to the Patriots. So and so they just dealt him with the Raiders, and the Raiders got hosed, man. They got so yeah. hosed. I don't really feel – I don't like to feel sorry for Raiders, but, man, they got screwed royally. Not only – in the tuck rule game, they got screwed, but they got screwed here again two times to the Patriots. I just hope – I hope this season will be the karma season of the Patriots where they dissemble the whole fucking team and destroy it from within. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know. And then he's just, like, going on about how he's not – how he's not a bad guy and he's going to prove it. If, if this was his thing all along, he's, I mean, it still shafts another team, like – well, it's just like he. The thing I don't get is that he's trying to make himself feel like he's the victim here. I mean, there is no scenario where he plays out the victim role in this case because he brought all this on himself. Started with the freaking uh, frostbite, then it started with the freaking helmet issues, and then missing practices. You know, like it all adds up after over time. So he brought all this crap on himself. You know you're getting out of control when you're fighting with your GM on the sideline, and Vontes Perfect has to split it up. Yeah, well, I'm thinking that Vonte Vontes Perfect or whatever he, I'm thinking he's the reason why he probably has CTE and is, is as crazy as he is now. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, I seen a meme earlier today. It's like uh, <laughs> as a as like a monkey staring like side, standing sideways and then looks at the camera and back and stuff. And it's like the GM for the Raiders. Like, man, what the hell is wrong with with Antonio Brown's head? Was, he must have brain damage or something. And then uh, Vontes Bursett or whatever like has him like looking at the camera and then looking away. Like, oops, <laughs> might be my fault. <laughs> Ah, <clears throat> uh, that's crazy. It's just crazy. That's real. This this off season has been pretty crazy. It's and it's the the season now. I mean, it's already began. Thursday was uh, that's season. that's that's true. So I mean, it's just gonna get even more of a circus show. <clears throat> Antonio Brown's gonna be lacing up his clown shoes here pretty soon. On come week two against Miami <laughs> of all all teams. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm bitter about it. Loads them up. <laughs> so now that that kind of changes a lot of things. Uh, predictions. Uh, who do we? Who, I mean, we're gonna. We'll talk about what we do week by week with pickums. But should we just right now call out who we think is gonna go to the the championships AFC and NFC championship and then the well, Super Bowl I mean you can't I, I mean obviously the fucking Patriots are going to get their way in there I mean yeah I wasn't going to c- consider them up there now nah, they picked up Antonio Brown and they, well and they, then, they were going to make it to the playoffs I predict them to always make the playoffs but yeah I wasn't going to pick them to go to the championship no um, and then I just seen too, like before we got before we went live doing this, I just seen a post posted a few minutes ago from Adam uh, Schefter that and uh, that Rob Gronkowski has been uh, spotted sideline of the Patriots uh, in Gillette Stadium, like catching balls, but from Brady. So who knows what that means? Yeah, and then there's that post. Um... Well, one of the ESPN analysts drafting Rob Gronkowski in the in a fantasy league. Yeah, yeah. Like, I already kind of had a feeling that that cocksucker was probably going to stay or come out of retirement or whatever. He just wanted to, he just wanted to take the off season off or whatever. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about him. Oh, dude, you know my hate for the Patriots. It goes as far as succeeds anything else. Like, I know, I know. Like if, all the players, if all the players from the Patriots are on fire, I wouldn't even piss on them if, if uh, they were on fire or whatever. But if, they weren't on, if they, but if they weren't on fire, I'd piss on them. That's kind of like how you – how I remember you used to say something like that about my old girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> If if she's listening, oh, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't even piss on her to put out a fire. <laughs> oh god, uh, memories. But anyway, so um, yeah, I, I think you have to put the Patriots in there. Obviously, I'd like to see the, maybe the Chiefs and the Browns. But God, I don't know about who are you, who are you, who are you saying. Yeah, the championship. Uh, it's going to be between the Chiefs and the Browns for the championship. Ooh. 
See, I was going to have that, but then I just had to recant, and I had to go with the Patriots and Browns. Oh, you have Patriots, Browns. So you think the Chiefs are not going to make it to the AFC Championship then, huh? I kind of thought they would, and I thought it would be Chiefs-Browns. But I don't know. Depends on how it plays out, what side of the bracket they fall on. Well, you got to consider, too, that, you know, Tom Brady's 42 now, and even last year he was showing a lot of signs that his age was definitely starting to show in certain games where he was – if they got pressure on him, old man just could not get rid of the ball fast enough. Yeah, but they got a plethora of backs to go through, and now they have – Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon is back. Well, you got to the fact that Josh Gordon will probably be suspended before week five from smoking weed. Antonio Brown will probably have a meltdown if they don't get enough fucking receptions to him. So, I mean, all they really got is freaking Julian Edelman. And Sonny Michelle will only last a few games because he's on bone on bone for freaking his knees as it is. Yeah, but they still have white. And Burkhead will come in every once in a while. Hell, Burkhead. Uh, I guess he's still there, but yeah. They don't use him as often. That was the same thing for fantasy, you know. Like it's so hard to determine who like you're screwed if you try to pick up any uh, I mean, just a word of advice, like anybody trying to like get a running back from the Patriots, you're screwing yourselves because they do not it doesn't matter. Sonny Michelle could run 200 yards in one game and three touchdowns. They won't even start them the next game. Well, that I mean, I just found that out the hard way by picking up uh, for the Brown or not the Browns, the Bears. Uh, old David Montgomery, the rookie. Yeah, well, high were- rating, but they cycled through so many of the backs. Well, and the fact that they only ran 11 times in yes. like from the third quarter on, or before the third quarter. And then are they ran like 73 straight passing plays? Well, if they would have at least threw to them to him, I mean they kept throwing in Cohen. Nah, I think I think he got the short end of the stick on that whole deal. It was a terrible draft. I pretty bummed about that. He didn't get me squat. <laughs> well, the whole I mean, that whole game was just horrendous, man. Well, they even threw in another guy, I forget his name. Uh, I think it was I don't know if it was his first year there but it's like the first time I really saw him for the Bears yeah it was they kept cycling between Cohen Montgomery and a third guy well you know the one thing I got to say I have to give props to the Packers defense because they haven't been known for their defense in a long while and they showed up I mean either either they showed up or Mitch Trubisky is as trash as I always claimed that he was. Your Bears fan, fan claims that he's probably the next Joe Montana. Well, yeah, that might be not Montana for sure. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't think. I don't. I think the Packers' defense is just. I don't know. Maybe they did show up, but I don't think the offense of the Bears worked very well at all. Well, the defense is stout, though, for the Bears. I mean, that's one thing they have going for them. But when your yeah. your defense stays on the field for as long as they were that game, I mean, it just goes to show you they get worn down and 
it gives chances for them to at least make a few first downs to kick a field goal. Well, hell, I mean, for as long as they were on the field, they only allowed 10 points. I think that's pretty good. No, yeah, that's definitely good. But Especially against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, if you had Aaron Rodgers in that game, I mean, you should have known not to start him in that game at least. I'm going to lob it in the end zone blindly and pray that a backer receiver catches it. Yeah, every time it happens. Like, oh. Hail Mary, God for nothing. Yeah. <coughs> He's pretty fucking good about that. Especially against the Lions, dude. Fuck. Those poor bastards. They never learn. <laughs> it seems like every time they play the Lions and the Lions are up, going like with a couple seconds left of the fourth quarter, only down by six or whatever, and freaking Rodgers just chucks well, it. It seemed to be the thing for like the last two years. It's just like, oh, look at the Packers. They're just getting whooped up. They're down by two, two touchdowns, a few scores, fourth quarter. They didn't even score a touchdown. Oh, look, Aaron Rodgers is making a comeback. Yeah. That's Every time. You can't count them down, man. You can't count them out. Yeah, you can. That's just nuts. But, yeah. I'm gonna love it. Well, it's just, I don't know, like, after after Thursday night's game, I mean, if the, the Bears' offense doesn't gain any – more than three points in that game, it's hard to determine how they how good they're going to be this season. Because I had them picked as my NFC Championship game, or at least in it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's considering they're uh, the Vikings have a good defense, and they got to play them twice, and then they still have to face the Packers yet again. Yeah, your boyfriend. Uh, Old fucking Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, don't you trash talk him. <laughs> Did you draft him number one overall in your draft? No. I do have him as a backup, though. I knew you would, you homo. <laughs> because there's one guy that I like even more than Kirk Cousins. Let me guess, Tom Brady. No. Drew Brees. Well, uh, well, are you going to get the same Drew Brees that played last year where they substituted Hill in like almost 90% of the plays? Well, he still managed to get four or 500 yards a game with that. So, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't get touchdowns. That's what gets points. Oh, no, he did get touchdowns. He's Well, not as much. as Okay, I take that back. Not as much as he could. Because he screwed me in like three games last year where I started him over freaking Phillip Rivers. And then I oh, Philly Rives. Well, I had a chance. I should have got freaking Patrick Mahomes, but like the last second, I'm just like, you know, he's the first time starting pretty much, but and I just didn't have the confidence in him. And I really screwed the pooch because the guy that took him ended up winning the championship. Oh, uh, speaking of making dumb choices, so I was doing some drafting in my league. I'm in three different leagues, and I'm increasing the money on it. I did happen to take Kirk Cousins as my top quarterback in my league. 
and my backup is Philip Rivers. And needless to say, I was an idiot and didn't think about it. And they both had the same damn bye week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't look ahead, you know, because it's basically just like when you're drafting teams, it's just kind of like a, you know, coin toss every once in a while because you may have a game plan going in for like the first four rounds of who you're going to pick if they're not taken, but you're not guaranteed. I mean, half the time, the majority of the players that I want the first four picks are taken before I even get to them. Well, this shit was wild this year in some of my leagues. Some motherfuckers were taken tied in second round. Wow. And I was like, you motherfucker. I, I do remember last year, a lot of people were taking tight ends first round. It like they were taking Gronk, they were taking freaking, well, they were yeah. taking running backs a lot first too, but a lot of them were taking tight ends. As soon as the running backs started going up the board in my 20-team league, people were going crazy for tight ends. If you ain't picking within the top four tight ends, you know, you fucked. Well, you're fucked. A lot. And see, everyone called me stupid because they kept picking up George Kittle every every year, like the last two years. And they're like, why don't you pick up a rookie or whatever? It's like I oh, pick up God. George Kittle too. Yeah. But, it, but it's smart because then they're like, then he blows up on certain teams or whatever. And you're like, dude, that's bull crap. Oh, trade me, trade me. And I was like, Screw you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Last year I picked up, uh... no, it was the year before I picked up. His rookie year, I picked up Kittle, and then I also picked up C.J. Beathard. <laughs> oh, that's well. That was when uh, what's his nuts went down. Brian Hoyer. No, or I thought it was Jimmy Garoppolo. No, Garoppolo was last season. He went down. Oh, that's right. And I did pick him up, and he went down. I was like, eh. he wasn't my starter though. I was gonna say. So. I mean, I think if the Bears get their shit together, I think I'll probably still put them in the in the NFC Championship. But Ooh, you're going with the Bears in the championship? Yeah. But against uh, definitely not the Cowboys, that's for sure. Definitely not the Rams. I'd have to go against the Saints. I So Saints and Bears on the championship, and then I got the Saints moving on against the freaking ass Patriots. Because if it's in if it's in freaking uh, Gillette Stadium, they ain't fucking losing. Yeah, I don't want the Patriots to go, but I think if they if I have them in a championship against the Browns, I think it's just the first time the Browns are complete with all these guys, I think they'll surprise and go far. Well, but... you got to think of is going to be – he'll be eligible to come back week eight, so he's going to be fresh. Yep. But as I think they're just – As long as Landry and OBJ stay healthy. You just got a, a crew full of uh, non-playoff experienced guys. I mean, exactly. yeah. versus the Patriots, they're just got like – 20 fucking years of experience. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Me personally, I'd rather see the Chiefs versus the Saints. Yeah, I'd rather not the Patriots go again. I'm tired of seeing the Patriots. It's hard to go against them now with Antonio Brown. 
And especially if they get Gronk back. And Gronk back. I like the Browns being stacked. I think they just need a little bit more time to yeah. work together. They look good on paper, but I they better get their shit. I mean, it's it's a win now league because once they have to start paying contracts, they're going to be up shit quick without a paddle. Then they'll oh, be the yeah. Browns again. Yeah. Because no way in hell they're going to be able to keep half of them players. NFC, I'm going with the Saints also. And then. Please don't uh, say Eagles. Huh? I said, please don't say Eagles. <laughs> no. A lot of people have them projected too, but like USA Today had the Eagles versus the Chargers in the Super Bowl, having the Chargers win their first Super Bowl. Eagles and Chargers. Ooh. Talk about a snooze fest, right? Yeah. I mean, Eagles, they have good fans, but the Chargers have none. That'd be almost as bad as the Raiders, Tampa Buccaneers. Oh! I'm almost saying, uh, I hate to say it, the Rams, maybe a rematch. Oh, God. But actually, I might go with a surprise. And 49ers. Oh, no, I'm not going to pick the 49ers. <laughs> as much as I would love them to be there, I know they're not going to. Uh, Minnesota. Wow. Mr. Kirk Cousins. I think just because they picked up some O line in the offseason, the beefed up protection. Well, they're going to need more than that. Let's say all I can catch. I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to be exploding as much as they think he's going to, but I think he's going to do better than he did last year and decent enough to help alleviate having to throw so much. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't want, I definitely don't want Minnesota in it just because I have. My whole mom's side of the family and my sister and everybody else are all Viking fans. It's just like, uh, that's all I want to hear. I have to say Patriots, Saints. Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Who do you got winning? Saints. Same here. I Uh, pray that the Patriots don't make it again. (laughs) Just so I can see their fans cry because I love watching them cry. But, yeah, it's hard to go against them. I, I got to be honest about that. It sucks. It's yeah. crazy. I'll never root for them in my life. I've hated them ever since 97, so. All right. So, now that we've made our bold predictions of the playoffs, let's go by our week by week, and we'll start off with the week one games. So, as we start out, let's just go ahead and – Talk about who we picked this game that already happened between the Packers and Bears. I picked the I picked the Bears. I did too. <laughs> I missed it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I picked the Bears. You have the schedule on the hand, don't you? Yeah. Okay. I also have my pick'em sheet too. Just whoever I picked. Okay, because yeah, I have my pick'em sheet too, but I just I didn't have my on my phone on right now. I'm just kind of holding my microphone. I was just – I was going by the Bears being so strong and the fact that it was Matt first first year with Aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm just saying it's just like his first year, the first game. Usually, yeah. Usually, first game start off rocky. There's a lot of great coaches that start off terrible and then turn. Plus, they're playing in Chicago, not like last year where it was in uh, Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers went down the injury in the beginning of the first quarter and then gets carted off the field and then comes back after halftime high as a kite and then goes out there and destroys the Bears. <laughs> so that's why I was thinking, like, no way in hell they're going to be able to beat them at home in Chicago. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Yeah, but, I was too. I mean, to have the opening game be that much of a snooze fest, that's not the way it was. Yeah, it was very – I was, like, fighting to sleep so hard. I was so excited at the beginning, and then I was like, this is boring. Oh, yeah. It almost reminded me of the Super Bowl last season or last year. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible Super Bowl. So, what do we got for game two? All right. Game two will go by, according to this pick list I have, the Atlanta Falcons – at Minnesota Vikings. I picked the Vikings on this one. Just because. I did too. Just, I mean, Falcons, unless they weren't showing any of their cards during the preseason games, because I think they went 0-4 in the preseason, which, you know, obviously preseason doesn't matter a damn thing, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't see the same kind of production out of that team like you did last year I just think they're a year older and it's just I don't know their defense is gonna be better but I don't know about I, the I, I think their offense is gonna turn it up they're probably not gonna turn it up week one they eventually will with the Dirk Cotter as the new offense coordinator Julio Jones just signing a mega deal Jeez, three years 66 million guaranteed he's gonna play his ass off well deserved. He's a great receiver. Definitely. But I think Minnesota's defense is too much. Plus, and it's then, in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota, and I still am going to go back to what we were saying about they beefed up the O line for uh, old Kirksey. Well, that, that's uh, we're both on the same side on that one, then. Yes, sir. Okay, so now we'll just move on to Buffalo Bills at New York Jets. Now, see, I won, I picked uh, the Buffalo Bills on this one because, one, they had last season, they had the number one pass rush defense. And I think Jared Allen having another full season in and the way that he played last year, I think I think he's going to turn it around and, and uh, having Frank Gorst there now and, and – uh, I just – I think they're a new team. I don't know if they're going to be like a playoff run team, but I think they're going to be pretty decent. So, And plus, I don't – I think Adam Gase is a cancer to, to uh, freaking teams. I mean, he screwed my Dolphins up pretty bad last year. And, I mean, I don't know. I just don't see them putting that many wins together his first yeah. year. I say they – if they if it's a struggle, it's definitely Adam Gase because they have – good players on paper. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going with the Bills. Interesting little fact here on this pick skin pick them on ESPN. 
25% picked Buffalo, 75 New York. Wow. And again, yeah, to agree with you, the Bills has got a great defense. I mean, Shaq Lawson is a, is a badass motherfucker too. So you still gotta have uh, work it out with old uh, <coughs> Levy and Bell's first year there. It's gonna be interesting to see how well he. Well, he's plus, a great running back. He's a great running back, but he took a whole season off last year. I mean, there's gonna be a little rust on those wheels. Yeah. The you New York. Did... You don't take a year off and expect to come in and just dominate like you did the year before. New York did get some good defensive players pickups too. So I I feel like they have a solid enough team to be fighting the Bills for the second place in the division. Obviously because the Dolphins <laughs> Dolphins ain't going to be putting much of a fight up for uh, any spot. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. But uh yeah, but I think the Buffalo Bills is going to take the first first game. Same here. All right, so we're three for three with each other. I know it's weird. We're agreeing. We can't agree on the LSU Texas Longhorns game. No, we couldn't. And I won. <laughs> oh, bastard. That's all right. Nebraska lost today, and Iowa won. So I made my. Seem- See McConaughey's face when the LSU scored that last touchdown. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, that's what he said. He's like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. I was wondering why you messaged me that. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to understand, Ben. When they showed his face on your TV, it was probably going already to commercial on my end. So it's like it just kind of. No, nah, I ended up switching it to the actual TV. No, I know, but do you? Have- oh, because you were live stream. I I was live streaming. That's why I was originally behind you. No, I I have regular cable. I don't have Dish or anything like that. No, I don't either. No, I was when I was behind you. I was streaming on my laptop, and I was an idiot because I realized I had ABC. <laughs> I didn't know it was on ABC until I started streaming it. Want to get hot? <laughs> then I said ABC and I was like, what the fuck? I have this channel. <laughs> Don't you sick of being be- sick, sick of being behind you on time. That ain't the only time you're behind me, brother. Wait, never mind. <laughs> Don't no that was very, very we'll just say a different about, oriented. I'm talking about in a race. What the hell are you talking about? Get your head mind out of the gutter. I was going to make fun of a certain t- group of people, but that's hey, the way you're getting at. We don't talk about the alphabet people, okay? <laughs> that kind of show. All right. All right. Moving on now. Shit, we ain't going to be able to use this either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to scrap this shit now. Ah, uh, fuck them. <laughs> we're, we're just kind of fucking just have to just toughen it up and just post this shit up because you've been cutting out like a motherfucker and I know I have. No, you haven't. We're never going to. You haven't cut out hardly at all. Really? Yeah. So I feel like it's just going to be. We're just going to have to do it. I don't know. We'll keep the yeah. line. We'll eventually I mean, get a good one. 
eventually we'll get a good one, but you know, they're not all perfect. Okay. Moving on, we have Tennessee Titans at Cleveland Browns. See, I went with Cleveland on this one just because, you know, they just look good on paper. I mean, everyone called them the paper champions this year, so they got to come out and just show up like crazy. Tennessee's going to be decent, but they lost that offensive lineman. I think he's suspended. Or was it defense? I can't remember. One of the dudes that's been there for a while, um, I think he, I believe he got suspended like four games for uh, illegal substitu- substitution or substance substance or whatever. I'm not. <laughs> he got suspended for illegal substitution on the field. <laughs> what the hell kind of substitution is that, buddy? Get out of here. Four games. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, it's been a long day. I also want Cleveland. Yeah. Paper champs. Paper champs. We'll have uh, Nick Chubb starting as running back. Who's their backup? Because they know Hunt's out. So who's their backup to Chubb? Because they just lost Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson went to Houston. Yeah. Uh, that's a good looking question. Because... Crowell's on the Jets. Yep. Duke Johnson's in Houston. They already shipped off Carlos Hyde in the middle of the season. Yeah, that was stupid. And then Jacksonville didn't even fucking use him. Where did he go after that? Where'd now he's in Kansas City. Oh, that's right. Huh. Not going to make a difference anyways because they just picked up Shady McCoy. Well, Shady hasn't ha- hasn't been the same Shady that he has been in the last few years. So he's getting reunited with Andy Reid, though. I don't mean Shady didn't do nothing for him when he played for him in Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't do too bad, but I mean, he that's where he got the nickname Shady McCoy, but that's about it. Yeah. So I uh, I went with Cleveland, uh, Tennessee. Just they just seem like a perennial. Second uh, placer finisher in divisions. <laughs> well, and the fact that uh, Marcus Mariota is always injury, injured prone or whatever, and then they have Tannehill as their backup. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't see them pulling off very many wins this season. I don't either. Okay, a better game to come up. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Jacksonville Jaguars. See, this game is going to be good. I think it'll be a defensive uh, front on Jacksonville's side that keeps this game close. But I got the Chiefs winning this one by a touchdown. I also have the Chiefs winning. I think they're just – Jags have a great defense, but I think just – did they bounce back from last season? They kind of fell apart a little bit. and. Kansas City's fully loaded on the offense. I mean, you have to understand, too, you know, with Nick Foles first <laughs> being there under that scheme, it's going to be different. I mean, Jacksonville, is, they're, like I said, their defense is stout. They're from, is Leonard Fournette going to come back to what he was, showing signs of his rookie season? Uh, well, it just depends on how hard they want to push him. 
Because he can go when he can go, but when he's injured or when he gets hurt or whatever, he's done for for a while. I don't even know who the other backup running back is for for Jacksonville. It'll be interesting. But I think that they'll probably be a lot closer than a lot of people think it's going to be. Like, I don't know yeah, if you had, I don't know if you had them winning by a blowout or whatever, but I think it's nah. into Jacksonville. It's going to be really hot and humid down there. That's going to play a factor. And their defense for Jacksonville is just going to be way too much for them to really put on a lot of hurting on them. So, but I do think the Chiefs will, will pull it out by at least a touchdown. Also on the fact they have this 93% of the people picked Kansas City. Wow. 93. That's pretty high considering they're not the home field team. That just goes to show you how uh, how much respect people have for the Jacksonville Jaguars. None. Exactly. <laughs> they don't fear them like they did two years ago. No. I think the, the defense will end up kind of bouncing back, though. Oh, 100%. <clears throat> I think uh, Jalen Ramsey's fucking uh, – all that shit talking that he did two years ago really came back to bite him in the ass, and I think he got himself a slice of humble pie. Well, eh. I mean, did you see what he did in the middle of training camp? I didn't catch that. He was in an armored truck, and they, like, announced him to come out of the armored truck. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning, he's, a, he's not really he, – he's a little bit humble, but not that humble. <laughs> Well, still, maybe it's just because he's so fragile he don't want to get hurt. But H.A. Bowie is still good. Trying to think, who was that rookie? Who's number 41 for the Jaguars? Miles Jack. The dude is a freaking beast, man. He he tore up. He was a good pick. He tore up my Dolphins. Not saying much because our offensive line is trash anyway. But the right side offensive lineman was getting shoved around like a little baby in a fucking shopping cart. I mean, uh, that's a bad analogy, but still, he was getting his ass. That's terrible. That's a terrible analogy. <laughs> uh, he was getting thrown around like freaking plates in a in a freaking antique shop with a bull running around. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass. That's a terrible analogy. <laughs> He was getting beat as bad as my dick tonight with my hand. How about that? Pretty softly. Pretty softly, yes. I'm like, my bad. My bad. 44 is Miles Jack. That's what I was. Yeah, 44, yes. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, that's what your girlfriend's calling you. No, that's ESPN. Oh, well, same thing. It's either that or Pornhub. Jesus, dude. ESPN is desperate for me to like them and look at their... At their nudes? (laughs) Please look at this. Well, next thing you know, they'll be asking you to piss on them, too. Josh Allen is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's what I talked about. That was My bad. So you're talking about Pornhub and pissing in babies. You really, hey, you really know how to keep things. I was out of that that Wait. subject. I was nowhere near near no baby about pissing or whatever. 
It wasn't that far apart. <laughs> oh God! Things we do okay. to get ourselves thrown in prison. Next game is the L.A. Rams at the Carolina Panthers. Oh, this one I I had it based off of uh, Cam Newton's injury. Um, the fact that the Rams are the defending NFC champions. I picked the Rams to win this game. Um, if Cam is 100% and ready to go, I think he'll make it a pretty close game. But I don't think he'll be completely 100% to play this game. So I'm picking the Rams. I also picked the Rams. And my analysis of it is defense to defense, Ram has the better defense. Offense to offense, Rams have the better offense. I mean, even if Cam Newton, he's got a little banged up in preseason, but really it's Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey's show. Their receivers, the ones he's starting to do okay. Um, Their rookie receiver last year. Yeah, I'm having a break. But but he's just, I, I don't think he's like there enough. Is it DJ Moore? They don't have Olsen anymore, anymore, I believe. No, they still have Olsen. He's still there? Jesus. He's very injury prone, as always. <clears throat> well, it's always in his legs, too, so. Yeah. Uh, is it Curtis Samuel? Yeah, it's Curtis Samuel's the rookie last, last year. Last year. Hmm. I'll have to check him out a little bit more, cause right or DJ Moore. Well, I know that's no, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> DJ Moore's been there a while. You should probably have your cousin Mike on, so he knows a little more about his own team. So. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wow. <laughs> Cam Newton is the quarterback and the receiver. Hey, your cousin doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you gave him. You gave him that. Uh, was this the, that Hoover kid's freaking voice there for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, if you're listening, I apologize. Panthers <laughs> <Cancer> suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to. Uh, so, man, we're so far, we are all down the line picking the same thing that we are together. We can't pick all the same college teams, except for Iowa. Yep, except for Iowa, and then whoever. And yeah, whoever beats Nebraska. <laughs> okay, so this one's a pretty easy one, and it's going to be a, a little hurtful for you, but it's Baltimore versus Miami uh, in Miami. Well, like I said, it's it's the tank season, so. Um, I think we got going for us for an advantage is the freaking hot and humid weather, but I don't think that's going to matter. Ravens are going to probably come in. We haven't beaten them since I think it was the 2009 season where we won one game against against the Ravens, and we've lost ever, ever since then. So I think that still continues. I think the Ravens win by a lot. Yep, I agree. The Ravens will mandle them Dolphins. Oh, I ain't gonna mention if, if it's Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic time, and and we win, I ain't gonna bitch. But 
get this though. Okay. Get this. Considering that you and I know, and I feel like a lot of other football fans know, Miami is in the tanking year and they're getting rid of lots of players. 89% was favored for Baltimore, 11% Miami. Well, it just shows you that a lot of us Dolphin fans are stupid, but you know. <laughs> There's like 11% going for Miami, but Jacksonville has 7% against Kansas City. Well, you have to understand, though, a lot of that is teams or, or fans that are like the Steelers and the Bengals and the Browns are all picking them to lose. So they got those three ba- fan bases picking against the Ravens plus the Dolphins fan base. So that's your 11% right there. Because no, no Steelers, Raven, or Steelers, Browns, and Bengals fans are ever going to root for the Ravens. I don't root for any of the teams I pick. I pick them just because I want to win and I pick smart. I guess I 100% agree with you there, but a lot of the fans, they base it off of their hatred for their uh, – Yeah, I agree. They do do that. Opponents or whatever. Like, I don't ever, like, root for the Patriots to win. I mean, I'll pick them to win, but I won't, like, say, you know, I hope that they win or whatever. I hope they lose every fucking game, but that's just me. Yeah. No, nah, I did that too. I go with the teams I hate, but yeah, I'll pick them if I think they're going to win. <clears throat> okay, next game is the Washington Redskins at the Philadelphia Eagles. I went with the Eagles just because the Redskins just don't have a quarterback right now. I mean, Damn, we're all the way across the board the same. Well, it's just because, I mean – you know, they drafted that, that rookie quarterback, but they, they're starting – I'm not Colt McCoy, but who the hell are they starting? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I just don't see – I don't see them really making that much of a difference this season. I think they're going to be last place in their division, so. Yeah, I picked Philadelphia <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, Case Keenum, meh. I think you're right about the quarterback situation. In did they do anything about their receiver situation? No, they got rid of Deshaun Jackson, even though he's older. But I mean, they got rid of him a while ago. But no, they didn't. They didn't address that hardly at all. I believe Jamison Crowder's gone. They saw that tight end. That's old as hell. You mean Mr. Broken Jordan Reed? Yeah. That guy's always injured. I don't think that. Garcon, he's gone from there, isn't he? Yeah, Garcon was gone for a long time, man. He was on the 49ers. Oh, that's right. Sorry, like I said. They did not address that situation at all. Why? They don't have anybody that's – they they're not even – I don't know. I don't think they got good receivers. If you're a Washington player, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you can do better than us, but. Just know, yeah, you know you're a better player than me, but against the other professionals, not so much. <laughs> Damn, I just, this is mind-boggling. I guarantee it come week to week or whatever when we do this, it, we won't be dead on the same. Because. <clears throat> they, they look like they got a good line, though. <laughs> Sorry, I keep 
I need to clear my throat. Um, but I think, you know, week to week or week or whatever, I think probably once we get to like week three, we'll be completely opposite on a lot of things. It's just nobody knows what to expect. It's week one. <clears throat> I know. Now was so terrible at pickums last year. It was insane. I couldn't pick them for shit. I did bad too. So Okay. Next up. We have the Cincinnati Bengals at Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I went with the the Seahawks because the Bengals are trash. Yep, yeah, I agree. I did the same thing. Cincinnati is just not – they're just falling apart. I don't know. I don't know what's the deal with the Andy Dalton is, if they're going to get rid of him or – They're going to be looking for a new quarterback next season. That That's a guarantee. A.J. Green is doubtful. When he's not hurt, he's a good receiver, but he's hurt a lot. Yeah, and he's getting up there in age. What is he, like 34? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, he's getting up there. With freaking – AB being 31, I mean, his time is almost up, so. Receivers and running backs do not go on tight ends. Don't make it very long in this league. Yeah, yeah not really. Like you running around in your house or something? <laughs> yeah, I had to go to the fridge run. Thirsty. Open a coldie. A cold uh, water. I hear you there. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <sighs> Seattle. I took. And it's the 95% picked Seattle over Cincinnati. 95% to 5. Did you ever try to – did you join that Survivor's League that I sent to you? No. What the fuck? I joined one on FanDuel, though. Oh. You didn't even need the Yahoo. Uh, trying to make some some money, you know. Trying to, daddy's got to win some uh, sheeps. <laughs> well, you could just – Download the Prairie Meadows app now, and you can make bets on parlays or whatever through there. Now that sports betting is legal in Iowa. Yep, <clears throat> I should do that. I was thinking about going there, but yeah, I should download. That. That's a better idea. I'm thinking about doing that too. But better idea. Okay, next, Indianapolis Colts at the L.A. Chargers. Well, <clears throat> before the season began, I was going to pick the Colts because they had Andrew Luck. But since the last time we talked, Andrew Luck is now retired. So uh, definitely the Chargers are going to mop the floor with them. Prescott just isn't the same quarterback that Luck is. So, Yeah. Um, I mean, for you, Andrew Luck retiring, I still had L.A. winning. But. They are but most definitely going to win now. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, what a what a kind of shitty first game of the season after, like, you know, you know you're going to start starting. Everything's on you. 
I mean, he kind of had that before with Andrew Luck being hurt, but now it's like Andrew Luck's gone, never coming back. So you're not just you're not just a fill-in for him. Now they're leaning on you to be like a permanent starter. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't never say never because you know we've learned that from Brett Favre, uh, his constant retirings. But I, I don't, I don't think that Andrew Luck would be anything like Brett Favre because Brett Favre was just all about ego. And Andrew Luck, he's just too fucking smart to let his ego get ahead of him. Because he, he never had that kind of uh, mentality, you know. Brett Favre was all about records and try to win that next ring and stuff. Or try to make, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, like, he wanted to get even with the Packers for, for getting rid of him over Aaron Rodgers. So that's why he kept trying to come back and play way past his prime, so. Well, yeah. I don't Luck ever doing that. I think Luck is <clears throat> he's going to be done, and I think he's going to probably be in like an executive for the XFL or something like that for his dad. Yeah, I, I, I see. Yeah, <clears throat> LA, their defense is just going to be way too much for Brissett to handle as your first real like look as possibly a franchise quarterback. You know, that was another thing when we were talking about our AFC uh, championship games is like how we weren't going to have the Chargers up there with it too. But, you know, I just think the Browns and the Chiefs and the Patriots have had too much firepower on them to have them come up there or whatever. And it's hard to, you know, but – they do. I, I don't know how soon they'll be back. They have a lot of injuries, though. Um, <laughs> LA, LA does, and they got Melvin Gordon sitting out the entire season. Yeah, I don't think Austin Eckler's that bad of a running back, though. But I mean, the Derwin James is going to be out for amount of games, and you know, well, they got they're going to have. Are they going to have Bosa and Ingram, you know, ever start together more than four games? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, it all depends, but I just don't see the, the Colts. I don't think the Colts' offensive line is going to be able to protect bris, uh, Brisket as much. I mean, they're, they beefed it up, but. Brissette. <laughs> you I, said Brisket, and then you said beef it up. <laughs> Well, that's what I always call it. Brisket. So I'm always like, that's popping in my head as I'm thinking of brisket sitting there like beef it up. They didn't beef it up enough for the brisket. Hey, it's only it's only bones. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even with as many Chargers players are going to be missing game one, there's still going to be too much for Indianapolis. All righty, moving on. We have New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. Well, I picked the lame-ass Cowboys, but I'd rather see the Giants win it, but that's just my thing, but I don't think they're going to be able to compete with them. I know, it hurts me to say this to you, but I picked the Cowboys. Cowboys' defense is just too too strong. And offensively, 
Giants, they only have Saquon Barkley. That's it. That dude's just going to have to be the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, tight end. How many games uh, do you see Eli Manning starting before they bring in Daniels? Before they boom out and try to get Daniels to start? Oh, I'm gonna, I think you're just going to see. If they win right away, a couple games, they might be week six or seven. But if you don't start seeing them winning the first three, four games, they're going to be calling for Daniel Jones. That's because he showed up pretty decent in the preseason games. So, yeah, but how much is that starters and how much is that backups? You know, that's true. <clears throat> he did start against some starters, he looked pretty decent, but <clears throat> yeah, not all of them are starters, and he's got to consistently do that. It's going to. Guess we'll find out if Gettleman knows what he's doing. If we go pick for pick on this whole thing, it's going to be crazy. Just let people know at, at home, same room together. I'm twenty some miles away from him right now, so we're not cheating. Yeah, it's weird. This is where we're probably going to go opposite directions because it's a tough one to pick, and it's Detroit Lions at Arizona Cardinals. I went with Detroit. Holy shit, we agreed on that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Murray, he's just too little. He ain't going to – I think he's going to have that uh, rookie slump. I mean, yeah, he has Larry, possibly the greatest wide receiver of all time and Larry Fitzgerald in this era, not, not GOAT of all time, but of currently playing era. As I, I have to say this as I look, you know. Arizona is a rival. Fuck Arizona sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But Larry Fitzgerald, holy shit, that dude is the coolest fucking guy. He's so humble and so gracious. Like that commercial gets me almost every time. Like he has that recording of his mom uh, on his answering machine and he won't ever delete it. Like she'll, for him, like she'll call him before the game or whatever. And he'll listen to it. He listens to it every single time, like before he plays the game or whatever. Just like, you know, wishing him luck or whatever. It's like I'll never delete this or whatever. It's like that gets you a little bit, you know. It's just like, man, this guy. I know. I wish that he would go to a different team, but he's so loyal to that team. I know. I wish he would too. The dude deserves. I picked him up. I picked him up on my Madden game and uh, traded. I can't remember who I traded for him to come. I think I traded them Jarvis Landry because it was 2018 Madden. And I traded them Jarvis Landry for, for Larry Fitzgerald plus like a first round draft pick. And he deserves a, a ring. He's just like, he's a great player and he's such a humble, cool ass dude. It's hard not to like the guy. Exactly. He's not a little smart ass, you know, get in your face kind of players. That's something that the NFL really lacks in this day and age. They had nothing but Larry Fitzgerald type receivers. Players. I mean, I'm sure the NFL wouldn't get as much hate as it does. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went with Detroit. <clears throat> I just think from what I saw in the preseason and from my perspective with the uh, whole fucking uh, run and shoot uh, – 
trying to do the college thing, Cliff Kingsbury in the professional league just isn't buying. What I saw them at the first game against Oakland preseason, Oakland just smothered them. They were just destroying their offense. Exactly. You know, and, and it's nothing against – I mean, I'm sure Murray is a decent quarterback, but I just don't – I don't see his style of play. And I don't, like you said, Cliff King, Kingsbury, I don't think his style of coaching is going to mesh with the NFL. You know, like I, mean, I talked to my brother-in-law, Kevin, and he was telling me, he's like, dude, I just think that's the way that the – the play is going to go to eventually like they're going to have to adapt to that play style because that's what all these college kids coming out of college now that's all they know you know they're not like a pro style like how iowa runs you know the same type of style as the patriots do or whatever it's just everyone's like a running quarterback and that's where the league is going to eventually go to and i just i just you're going to see a turnaround rate for college or for uh, NFL quarterbacks that are running quarterbacks. You're going to see the turnover rate of them going like after four years, five, four to five years, they're going to get injured and then they're going to be done. And then there's, it's just, it's going to be like wide receivers and running backs soon. I mean, you're just going to have to be a more of a passer than running. Oh, exactly. I mean, the the best quarterbacks that you can think of are, are all pocket passers, you know? Exactly. And they have to have pocket and awareness to, to save their lives, in a sense. But then they're, they're doing the, the count and they're doing the damn hand clap and that's getting them fucking offsides all the time. False starts. Yeah. That's, that's going to cost them too many penalties. The, the air rate is not going to take in the NFL. I think the NFL is just too strong. Well, you know, the West Coast West Coast offense, I mean, that was adopted by you know, coach, God rest his soul. Bill Walsh. Walsh. So I mean a lot of a lot of teams adapt. Hey, you still there? Huh? The heck has just happened? It's still recording, but I can't hear you. Hello? Did I get booted? Baxter, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Um, yellow. <laughs> Back again. Back again to 365 time, episode one, part two. <laughs> <laughs> Anchor, you got to get your shit together, man. What the fuck? Quit fucking booting us off, fuckers. Is it because we're cussing too much? <laughs> I Are apologize you to... for my friend's offensive fucking language. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. We didn't know that you were Cuckerberg 2.0. Okay, okay.
<laughs> All right. So picking up where we left off, we were making pickums. We just went over the Lions Cardinals game. We all picked the Lions. We've made every single pick the same, weirdly. We didn't even make any of these picks together at the same time, I don't even think. Nope. Just going over them. We had the same picks. Okay. This one, I don't know. You might still agree with me. But we're going to go with San Francisco 49ers at Tampa Bay. I have the 49ers one in this one. Holy moly, you know I had to pick the 49ers. <clears throat> and that's weird because I went against my team and you actually picked your team. So, But then again, <laughs> your team is in a steaming pile of, of shit right now. So, Yeah, so on, yeah, to be honest, I, 49ers are my team. But yeah, I don't always pick the 49ers to win. I'm a realist, but I do feel it this year, you know? They hyped me up in the offseason. They didn't last season, and I was big fucking letdown. You know what I think the thing is, though, Ben, is you're just bad luck when you go to the games and watch them play because when, when you go to the actual home ga- or actual games to watch them play, they get injured. So you just need to stay the fuck away from your team. You hear that, Jimmy G? If I show up <laughs> to one of your games, you get injured, bud. You better fucking call in sick. <laughs> well, at least well, I won't, my game isn't going to be until December in New Orleans, so hopefully we're not playoff contenders. <laughs> you going to New Orleans? Yep, going to Nolens for the 49ers Saints game with a friend of mine. Cool beans. His wife, he's a 49ers fan, and she is a Saints fan. She's from Louisiana. Is that the the dude that can't – or that's colorblind? Huh? Is it your Jerry? friend that – yeah. Is Jerry colorblind? I don't know. Yeah, he is. I never really asked him before. Well, I've seen a video on his Facebook when uh, his wife got him something for like, <clears throat> I think it was for his birthday or something or Christmas. It was around Christmas time because they had a Christmas tree up. But uh, and he like they gave him glasses or whatever, and he didn't know what the hell they were, and he tried them on, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, I think I, I didn't think I watched the video, but I think it is. <clears throat> like he finally could see colors for the first time in his life. Maybe me and Jerry ought to talk more. We just started <laughs> hanging out again recently. I haven't. I haven't talked to him more than long long time. I haven't known. I mean, I haven't talked to him outside of Facebook, but yeah, of he's he was a 49ers fan growing up too, and that's what first be, uh, had us become friends. I believe was because we were both 49ers fans when we were just little runs. Well, he was a couple of years younger than us, wasn't he? I think he's like a year younger than us, year or two. I think a year. Hmm. Cool beans. Yep, yep. It should be a good time. Uh, I've never been down there before, and and Lucky his well, he goes down there a lot with her, anyways. But yeah, luckily she's from around the area, so I'll know the ins and out of New Orleans for where I won't get murdered in the back alley. Well, stay off of uh, Bourbon Street, you'll be fine. I know, but it's gonna be hard to avoid that street. A lot of partying on that street. Oh, I know, but there's a lot of murdering on that street too. That's true. And you're the demographic that demographic that they want to kill. 
saying. Party Matters fan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I'll keep my Niners shirts at home. <laughs> well, you got to represent it. Meaning, folks, that I really have 49ers here. <laughs> <laughs> thinking I'm a racist. Oh, no. Okay. But yeah, Same. I just I don't I just don't see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing as good this season. I think Jameis Winston's on his last season. I think he'll probably end up getting benched at one point this season. I think if they do bad, it is because of Winston. I think they got a good coach. I mean, they got good coaching staff now. They have Bruce Arians and they have Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator. True. You know, so that means that right there, it doesn't guarantee wins, but no. James Winston, he's just not – hes that's not a very good quarterback in my opinion. I mean, Arians revived Carson Palmer's career <clears throat> in Arizona for a hot – That's true. I like – I think Arians is a great coach, but, yeah, I have to go with was, the four nice. I think we did enough – on the offseason to bolster up our front seven on the defensive line. But did it was he, uh, was he the coach when they I can't remember. No, he wasn't. Never mind. I already answered my own question. <clears throat> I was thinking he was the coach for them when uh, they went to the Super Bowl. That was Ken Weston Hunt or whatever. Okay. Yeah. He did take them pretty far, I think, to the championship, didn't they? In 2015, when the they had a good song run, and then they just completely fell apart. Yeah. When yeah, old DJ was tearing it up. Yep. Our own Iowa native, David Johnson. Yeah, I don't know for this <clears throat> if uh, if he's going to be much of a factor this year either. I think he's going to have a better year, maybe. I think they're just going to be so caught up with the uh, whole air raid scheme defensively that they might just leave openings for DJ to run. I just can't believe that he missed the whole season just because of his wrist. Because, you know, they would scheme it. We broke it. I don't think he broke it, though. I thought it was just uh, – I think it was like a fracture or something like that. Well, fracture is pretty much a break. I mean, well, it was just like a small bone or something like that. I don't know. Sure, I thought it was like a sprain at first, is what they described it as. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't like a clean break, I don't think, but a fracture. Yeah, but still, I mean, you're running. It's, I'm pretty sure that was his ball carrying wrist. Oh, was it? I couldn't remember if it was. And I guess that makes sense. I'm not 100 on, but that that feel like that could be why, but. I think defensively we did a great job. I think we with the pickup of Bosa and D Ford that are going to be on the edge. If they have enough to double team them, that's fine. That just opens up the middle lane for old Defoe on the D line to bust through and wreak havoc. I mean, I think there's just too many guys on the. Um, up on the line just for any team to handle, really. And, I mean, is Bosa going to even play? I mean, 
there for sure. Yep. He's sure gearing up for week one. Okay, because I know he was he was injured some during the preseason. Yeah, I think they just kind of – he wasn't as injured as he, he may have thought. I think they're just, you know, kind of – It was of, hamstring, wasn't it? What's that? Wasn't it like his hamstring or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I believe it was. <clears throat> but, yeah, they just kind of – Kept a mile, you know, just to kind of... That's a precautionary. Yeah. It's better to do that anyways, because that way it doesn't give the offensive linemen or offensive uh, teams, whatever, to have any video on them or whatever, to, to what to prepare for or whatever. And that, considering the, the, the damn injury plague that plagued us last season, yeah, I think we had to definitely... <clears throat> Take her easy in this preseason. Is uh, Ruben Foster even playing anymore? For I know, I know he's not the Fortinators anymore, but is he playing in the league anymore? Oh, you didn't see that video in the off season in Washington? Oh yeah, that's right. He tore his uh, ACL or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, he's he got fucked up. He's done for the season. And it was after all that bullshit that his girlfriend put him through. And then Again, that was twice. twice. I mean, f- fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know what I mean? She won. She won that horror deal. She, she fucked the guy out of his career. Oh, yeah. Why? That was dumb. He had, she almost cost him the career in the offseason in San Francisco. It's like, okay, you know, you got it. You can come back. You can play. She, she was and, wrong. She's crazy. Then they go to Tampa Bay, and then all that shit happened in the hotel. And then Forty Nine are like, "Look, kick rocks, bud. You and your crazy ass girlfriend that you can't seem to <laughs> ever get rid of can go kick rocks." Oh god. I mean, it's sad. I'm not trying to laugh, but it's just like some guys just never learn, right, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't cost me an NFL career. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was he's a hell of a player. He was a badass. I'll give him that. I liked him as a player. Well, he was. A, I mean, because <clears throat> as much as he, I can see why now that he fell so far in his draft that landed him in with the 49ers in the beginning part of his career. Yeah. Well, the injury there. Weren't for sure he was going to bounce back, and he did. Because he ended up playing like, like week fourteen or fifteen or something like that, a year of towards the end of that year or whatever, and he showed up pretty good for that those last few games of the season. Yeah, terrible decision on his part. <laughs> so players are all the best. Well, and the same thing with like. You know, players like Josh Gordon over the years, you know, he has all that talent in the world, but he just can't stop smoking weed. Like, how fucking hard is it to just wait? You're you're only in the league for what? Some are almost eight years, nine years tops. <clears throat> Some are luckier and get a little longer than that. But you're on a limited time basis. 
why take all that risk and do shit that you know is against the rules and get kicked out of the league or get in trouble, get fined, and not even be able to play? What's the point? Why are you even doing that? Why even become a professional athlete if you're just going to piss your career away? And that's another thing, like, and this is kind of like an off-topic thing, on-topic but off-topic, but it's just like, I guess we'll get into it with people if they hear this podcast, but the fact that people always try to say, marijuana is not addictive. I mean, look at how many times it's cost a lot of people their jobs potential jobs that they're like i'd rather smoke weed than piss clean and have a better paying job why that's dumb just don't just yeah. don't smoke exactly if it's not addictive then walk away exactly but it's just like you know it's the same thing with like uh opioids or whatever like for heroin and, and marijuana it's a it's a stimulant you know and it and it takes a lot of your pain away only difference is like with marijuana, you don't have the side effects that you do with alcohol and other hard drugs and same thing for the, the pills and shit. You don't have the fucking side effects. You're high for about an hour and you're not feeling any pain or you can get the edibles and be able to sleep for eight hours or whatever. I'm not trying to endorse it, but I'm just saying like it doesn't have the same effects like where you wake up after drinking the night all night long or whatever, and you wake up the next morning, you feel like shit. You don't have that effect when it comes to marijuana. You feel fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But then there's also the fact that you have all these other stimulants. Yeah. But if you're doing it to ease pain, that is an addiction. Exactly. Think about it. I mean, people that do a lot of dope and stay up for three days, they come down, they're in an immense amount of pain. The first thing they want to do is get high as a kite again. Take their pain. And that's exactly. just their body pain. They're not like physical. And they're just pain through withdrawals. Yep. And that's and that's an addiction. Yep. I 100% agree with you, dude. I mean, I don't have an addiction to it, but it's just like, you know, with marijuana, it it helps me with the pain that I'm in, but it, I can't do it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not. I mean, I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I don't, on it. I don't have a multi-million dollar contract to play in a game that's asked me not to do those drugs while I'm under contract. If I was under contract with the NFL right now, fuck no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do anything. If I was making millions of dollars, no motherfucking way in hell would I smoke any drug or drink. I would go to church twice on Sunday if I had a fucking job that paid millions of dollars a fucking year to play a fucking kid's game. No way in hell would I fucking break any rules. I'm not I'm not going to say I'm like anti-weed, but yeah, like you said, if see the fact that I had to do it at my job and I make you know, about 25 bucks an hour. Exactly. I'm not even smoking weed for that. I mean, if I'm, shit, if I was the backup of, you know, the Oakland Raiders, I'd stay clean. Exactly. <laughs> a shot, a shot at the Oakland Raiders. Just for you, Danny. <laughs> uh, I bet your brother's just so fucking pissed at it. But also at the same time, you know, for the NFL, I don't see is it a big deal for the NFL because it's not like uh, an hour down, fourteen hour job where you're doing construction and you're somebody else's life is on the line if you're hiring a kite that you could kill somebody. Exactly, that's not 
NFL. So I can see it not being a big deal. Only like we discussed before, and it's not it's not a fucking perform performance uh, enhancing drug. Very much not. Yeah, by any means. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've smoked it and then went out and mowed the lawn, and it's fucking help. It, it definitely gave me fucking performance enhancing. You know, in that sense, because I wasn't feeling any fucking pain when I was fucking mowing the lawn, and that was fucking wonderful to me. But it's completely <laughs> different. You know, you can't really necessarily run the same routes fucking high as a kite because you're going to be run thinking you're running faster than what you are, and you ain't running worth a shit. Yeah. So I guess I'm not like, I'm not anti or pro. I'm just kind of in the middle, I guess, whatever. If you if it was legal and you were able to do it and not get fired for your job doing it, then you'd probably smoke every once in a while. But yeah, I couldn't see it doing it all the fucking time. Just like I do with drinking, I don't even drink that much anymore. Yeah. I just do it every once in a while. But I'm just I don't know. Just the whole. I guess we should save this for a different type of like political podcast. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should just move on to. Yeah, my bad. For bringing it up. No, that's that's it. Was I I went that way too, so I kind of steered clear that way. But it was just you know to bring back to that point with Reuben Foster, him using basically his addiction was women and fucking crazy women as his drug. The same woman. Yeah, yeah, the same women, <laughs> and that's his addiction. You know, compared to other people having drugs, you know, it's just some. Some people are addicted to weed. Some people are addicted to psychopaths. Some people are addicted to psychopaths. Some people are addicted to beaten bitches. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say beaten bitches. <laughs> hey, we all can't. Sorry, cowboys. ladies. Sorry, ladies. Sorry cowboy uh, cheerleaders. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Now we're getting down a dark path. Okay, we better get ourselves out of it. Okay. Getting myself out of the hole. Moving on. I apologize again, ladies. Pittsburgh Steelers at New England Patriots. Uh, Sunday night game. Well, I hate to fucking say it, but you just don't go into New England and come out a victor all the time. I mean, I know... New England tends to struggle the first couple games of the year, and then miraculously they figure out what the fuck's going on, get their shit together. So uh, as much as it kills me, it's fucking Patriots. God, we even agreed on that. I never do okay. pick them, but it's just Big Ben never plays worth a shit in fucking Gillette. See, and then to go off of what you said, New England – does usually year to year struggle. They seem to struggle at first. Maybe they're just giving them away just to make people think, hey, they're not really competitive. And then boom, fucking turn it on. Uh, yeah. With the new fucking acquisition of AB, Josh Gordon reinstated. Well, I mean, Antonio Brown won't be able to play tomorrow, but it don't really matter because he. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, you're right. Because they already turned, they already turned in their 43 man roster for Sunday night's game. Yep, yep, you're right. So he can only eligible week two. On but still, Pittsburgh. On that note, Pittsburgh 
now is AB less and Le'Veon Bell less. Yep. I mean, they saw Connor, but. Connor is pretty decent. And Juju, but. Juju, I feel. Juju's a cool kind of guy, but he just. He's not going to be as good as people had him because he had that fantasy where he's had a lot of points because of the fact that nobody was double teaming him. They're all around AB, and now he's just going to get exposed. I have a feeling that he's going to shut you up this year, there, Ben. I don't think he will, but I will not be upset if he does shut me up. I think he's a pretty cool guy. He's got cool he kind of season thing. He's pretty. He kind of has that. It does like. He kind of does has, have that same kind of vibe that I get from him, like I do for Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he's almost like that, you know. And Connor. You know, that dude's got a hell of a story. I like, I like Connor. Same here. Him Cancer survivor. Philip Lindsay, I like him too for Broncos. Yeah, still Connor still is cancer cancer survivor. Turned it on when Le'Veon Bell left. Well, then they, I don't know about liking Philip Lindsay because he lives with his parents still. No, I mean, he's so <laughs> humble. Like, he doesn't want to move out because, you know, he wants to take care of his parents and stuff. He's a real humble guy. Like, you know, he, he was an un, undrafted rookie or whatever. And... Yes, yes, I agree. I was just kind of giving you shit. Oh, that's fine. Still living with your parents, you bum. I just like that kind of story. Like, he's not too big. He's like... The game doesn't – sometimes the game fucking, you know, you get all these millions of dollars and and you just kind of let it go to your head, you know, and he's still that small-town kid that lives with his parents, doesn't give a shit, you know. It doesn't, the game isn't bigger than him or he's not bigger than in, him or whatever. Yeah, in Colorado. He lives in Colorado too. That's crazy. He's from – he played for Colorado Buffalo or the Colorado Buffs or whatever they're called. The same team that beat Nebraska today. <laughs> but he he's from Colorado too. Yep, he's a hometown kid, home state, whatever. And Terrell Davis was his favorite player. That's why he asked him if he could wear his, his number. Nebraska, you guys are terrible. Fuck yeah, trash. Scott Frost is turning things around. Yep, he's making you even worse than you are. <laughs> are we still on a frost warning, everybody? <laughs> uh, Looks like he thought of. <laughs> that was fucking I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I love it too. Like how Nebraska fans are like, it doesn't matter. Iowa State's gonna kick Iowa next. Iowa's ass next weekend. Like. Because fucking game days coming to fucking Iowa State. It's like, man, it would have been a hell of a lot better if it was played in Iowa City this year. See, Nebraska for me equates. Well, now they equate Seahawks for me. Before they equated the Dallas Cowboys because it was a team I hated a lot that wasn't in our division. And now they're in our division, so I hate them a lot still. I hate them just because of their fans. Like, I don't really have much respect for their team. I mean, I can respect what they did in their past, 
but like as of now, they haven't really done anything since. Like, remember, like when they left the Big Twelve, they were like world beaters, and they were going to take over the fucking division. They were going to take over the Big Ten and just annihilate every team. And they've come to fucking the Big Ten, and they've gotten their asses handed to them every fucking year, except for one year where they almost won the fucking West. They got their mouths punched. They got their asses kicked against Wisconsin. You ever you ever watch those? Uh, oh yeah, we were talking about this, weren't we? The uh, um, last chance you. Oh yeah. Every time you listen to the coaches and any like a thing, I want you to go out there and I want you to punch somebody in the mouth. <laughs> were I mean they were in face masks. But, uh, that might hurt my hand. Take your helmet off and then t- then punch him in the face with it. Punch him in the damn mouth. I want you to clean their eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Nebraska's ever going to go back to irrev- or being irrelevant ever again. Nope. At least I hope not, because I sure the fuck their fans are so fucking cocky. They're just yes. Iowa State fans are just getting about as bad as them. Like they think, I mean, they haven't won a conference championship since 1912, I think it was. So it's like, really, you ain't got a whole lot of shit talking going on for yourself. They act like they're world beaters because they've won fucking, they've had three good seasons. Well, they just upset good teams. I guess they consider that good seasons. Yeah. Well, they, well, they repeat top 12 and top 10 teams. Well, These guys are so high on Scott Frost, who's not doing anything for Nebraska. They're high on Matt Campbell, who not really doing a whole lot for ISU either. Oh. They did turn out good players, though, so maybe that did have something to do with Campbell. Maybe. Well, I mean, he's had, like, two, at least three good, like, He's had the receiver, good receiver, good running back. David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler. Yeah. Those are about the only two players that I could think of off the top of my head. They got a couple of good linemen and defensive players, but they're just not like high-quality players like they'd have in Iowa. I mean, Iowa is known for, you know, tight end you. You. And uh, – they play, they turn out some pretty good offensive linemen and, and defensive players. They've been known as online U too. Yeah, definitely. So I mean that's one thing, you know, like oh people are like, oh Iowa's just mediocre, they're eight and four team or whatever. Whatever that be it, be that as may as it may, it's the fact that a lot of these kids are going there to be become foot, you know, college football players or Basically, being uh, bringing a boy and turning into a man or whatever, and then yeah, then basically as set them up for the NFL. Yeah, as much as it pains me that the the record's not very great ever, but <clears throat> yeah, they do. They turn all these players into very good, solid. Like I, I would love to see AJ Epinesa wearing some aqua and orange next year. Nah, I want him to somehow mysteriously fall down in the draft round one to come to San Francisco. Fuck that, dude. You don't deserve to have him. 
Defoe? Oh, my God. Oh, and Christian Watkins and and uh, fucking are <laughs> so limited on our defense. It's hard. Like I just lost half of our fucking Kiko Alonso wasn't there anymore. Fuck, we're losing everybody. He's not gonna go to second round. So you guys going for the two? Well, we have two first round picks and we have two t- second round picks and two third round picks. <laughs> Forgot that you guys somehow managed to get that out of Kenny Stills and fucking Larry Dunsell. I know. I did. Technically, I just... we, we got what was it? Two first rounds from Larry Dunsell and a second round. All we, had to, all we had to give up was a fifth round pick, plus those picks. We basically. We 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 fucking double fisted or double fuck pen double penetrated the fucking Texans on that one. Trading picks you're gonna end up like the Raiders did this year. Well, I'm hoping that our front office isn't as dumb as them. Have a bunch of first round picks. And not do a goddamn thing with them. Times where they're panning out to the crowd, and when they announce the player that they pick, like all the Raider fans are like, "Who? Who the fuck is that?" Actually, I don't think they did that that bad of picks. I don't think oh, first Cleveland bad. Cleveland Farrell is good. Cleveland Farrell is good. He's a really good defensive player. But a lot of the player fans didn't know who the hell he was because they probably don't know anything about other college teams besides whatever. USC or whatever. See, I was really shocked that we had Christian Wilkins fall that far to us. Like, we didn't even think he was going to be around at that point because I knew he was going to be something special when he was, like, doing the splits when they were celebrating after they beat Alabama in the national championship game. I was like, dude, that guy is fucking hilarious, and he was really good during the game, too. He had quite a few sacks in the game against two of us. Tingly feeling when they did the splits, did he? <laughs> no, no, but I just said he's kind of like that kind of character that we need. Gave you a good feeling when he did the splits. <laughs> uh, schematics, man, just schematics. That's what I'm here for to expose you to everybody else that's listening. In case they didn't catch it. <laughs> Hey, I've been married for almost 11 years, so you can suck it. <laughs> it's all a cover. So you just have for me to suck it. God damn it. You, you, had to, you had to ghost me into something when you know I have only had like four hours of sleep today. You son of a bitch. Lying to those letters we don't talk about. <laughs> okay, getting back to what was the next game we have? We have the, the Monday night games now, right? Monday night games. Houston Texans at the New Orleans Saints. I got the Saints. They're going to destroy the Houston Texans, even though they got more protection and they got another weapon for um, what's his nuts? I can't even think of his name right now, the quarterback. Sean, yeah, Watson's. Uh, I still don't, and plus they don't have Lamar Miller anymore, so well, they do, but he's injured for the season. Yeah, I just... I mean, you got Hopkins, which is always Mr. Cl- you know, catch anything. I just don't see them holding it together against the uh, New Orleans Saints. See, we picked all the same damn teams. Yep, I picked the Saints too. 
We got one more game, but I'm pretty sure no, you're gonna pick the last one. Total, totally complete on both sides. New Orleans Texans always have a good D with JJ Watt, but yeah, you have that good D. Watt, yeah, that's all he's left. They lost Tyrion Mathow, and then Brian Cush. Jeffy on Clowney, he's gone to the Seahawks. Yeah, so is there, is their defense any good? Don't be trying to be on me, Movo, just because I've been giving you that all day. What? Don't be trying to put no D talk on me because I've been giving you. Well, it took you a while to get. <laughs> I was there, but I was just in the middle of talking. And I didn't want to lose focus. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's complete, and I think DeAndre Hopkins is good. He's a great receiver. He's 99 and Madden. I don't think he's had a drop almost all last season. But you know who I think is coming for that title this year? No Fuller? No, that's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Playing an entire season to save his life. <laughs> I just want to see what you're going to say. <laughs> Old kid guard Mike, Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah. I can see that happening. You know, as much as I talk to these guys up, they have great players. It may sound like I'm a Saints fan, like a closet Saints fan, but I'm not. I just like their players. Well, they always have a good defense. Well, their defense, yeah. They kind of sputtered towards the end of last season, but the last few years they've gotten pretty decent. Nothing, nothing as close as they were as good as they were back when they were doing Bounty Gate. But we all, we all figured out why they were so good that year. Hey, you mean if I break his fucking neck, I'll get an extra fifteen hundred dollars? Hell yeah, I'll do it. Knew something's up. People are getting stone cold stunners. <laughs> well, it's just like. You know, you're basically paying your players to do their fucking job a little bit better. How is that illegal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. You mean uh, I think it was just more or less like because they were just getting incentives or what they called it, but it was just more or less like because they were already getting paid an X amount of dollars. So if they go over the cap, and giving them these incentives, I think that's where they started to screw themselves. Yeah. Okay. Last. I have a feeling we're even going to agree on this one. It's Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. I'm picking the Oakland. No, I'm just kidding. Denver. <laughs> I'm picking Denver, too. Yeah, Denver's defense is going to be one of the probably the best defensive in defensive teams in the uh, AFC this season. Or, I mean, I put it, I was putting it out for Oakland before, and then they just lost AB. It's just eh. Josh Jacobs is going to be good. I think he's going to be a good running back, but to start off his game against those two. That everybody's talking about. Vaughn Miller and Chubb. Chubb, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be too much for the rush. 
They're just going to complete the rush. Josie Jewell in there, too. They're going to pressure Carr a lot. And then, yeah, they're just going to be too much defensively. Offensively, I don't know. Flacco's Flacco's a step up from their quarterback last season. Oh, 100%. I don't know if Emmanuel Sanders is going to be back to his old form. Is Lindsey going to replicate his season before? Those are big questions. But I think it, they'll do enough to get the win. We went through divisions last year, last uh, podcast that we did, didn't we? Like who we think is going to win each division? No. We went over the fantasy that didn't pan out. We did a fantasy thing, who we think we're going to be the top Top quarters. Yeah. You want to try to do like uh, who we think is going to finish the season for their divisions? Ooh, that's a tough one because I usually like to look at all the schedules and kind of just pick what te- what games they're going to win and just tally up all the totals at the end. Sometimes I make wild ass picks. But, like, if you had to pick for the NFC North, like, who would you take out of all of them? You think the Bears are going to be able to pull it out, or you think your boyfriend, Kirk Cousins, is going to pull it out? <laughs> uh, I think that Minnesota will be stronger. But, like I said, I want to look at the schedules. I want to see how tough each schedule is for each team. Pick it up. I don't think the same teams though for like the North. You mean all of them play all the exact same teams now? Like, I mean, every once in a while they play like at least another division, the same division. I mean, they at least play each other twice, but yeah. And then usually, like, because I know it's like every three years they'll play Miami, they'll play the AFC East. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just yeah, it depends on who you're playing against. I have to look over the schedule more and make. I want to make more of a firmer decision. Like, Which uh, not, I guess the fact that professional it, yet. The fact that it, <clears throat> the season's already starting, kind of, it's going to put right. a damper on things because of the fact that you're going to be like, oh, he. One game under the belt. It's like, well, it's only one game, but uh, it's 16, so I can still make decisions. That's true. Well, it'd be different. I don't know. I think, obviously, because when we did our uh, – we, we had pick for the uh, fantasy for quarterbacks. I mean, we – because he was – was Andrew Luck was like four or something like that last year, and then – He's completely fell off. So now we have to take whoever was number 11, bring him to the top 10. I mean, it's all fucked up. He fucked everything up for us. God damn it, Andrew Luck. Andrew, suck. And I even, just, him, and I even said, depending on injuries, I had him going number one. And you had I, Yeah. I'm going to still go with Matt Ryan as number one. Well, I had uh, Patrick Mahomes at number one, but I said that was only depending on injury for luck. 
And I did say that he was going to drop out of the top five, but then I kind of took that back because I watched him on the preseason against my Niners, and dude was on point. You think that they're going to be able to figure him out this season, though? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to have less points, but still has Kelsey, Tyree Kill. Now they have like a trio of backs that they could just cycle through that'll get decent amount of yards. You got Damian Williams, you got Carlos Hyde, you got Sean McCoy. Okay. One thing I need to do, we have to make make certain, you know, for the people that are listening to this, that we are not professionals by any means. We're not getting paid to make our predictions or whatever. Um, I don't want to what happen to us like what has happened to a few of my friends that make predictions on Facebook, whatever they do, Facebook Live, and they give their picks or whatever. Um, they've like gotten death threats and shit because they would say, "Well, I made a bet, and and you said that they were going to win, and then they didn't win, and and now I'm going to kill you, or whatever type of bullshit." Which I've seen it happen on a few of my friends. Facebook posts or whatever. So hopefully, any teen fruitcakes that just need to make picks on their own. Exactly. So, like, don't take take anything that we say with a grain of salt because we are not experts by any means. That's and and the fact of the matter is, how tomorrow we could go fucking zero and (laughs) sixteen, fucking for our picks. So, I mean, it's actually we are experts. And please, if somebody's out there listening, pay us. I mean, we're expert when it comes to podcasts, but I mean, I'm not saying that we're like, we try to be as knowledgeable as we can about the teams. We just make our best, you know, even look at the experts. They don't fucking get the goddamn picks right all the time. Make all your bets on what I say. <laughs> you wanna, if you want to lose all your money, bet on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and put up a second mortgage, buddy. <laughs> he lives. <laughs> I have to get. I have to bust out your address. Let them know where you live, so they can see. And back on the fantasy thing, should we just do that? What's that? Do you want to do that, or should we just not? The our fantasy picks. Top. Matt Ryan. I'm still gonna keep with him. And here's another thing that kind of solidifies my stamp on having Matt Ryan number one is the fact that Julio just got paid. Well, I mean, he wasn't really in jeopardy of missing any time this year. And, I mean, I guess they said something about him wanting to, if they didn't have an agreement or whatever on a, on a contract or whatever, that he wasn't probably going to play or something. I'm not sure, but I think that's always been the bit. They that they had that down in the back of their mind last season too. They're like, "Oh no, Julio unfollowed Atlanta. He's going to be leaving." Them. And I was like, "Please leave them and come to San Francisco." And needless to say, that never happened. I think he'll retire, uh, uh, Falcon. He got paid. He's going to play harder. He's looking to improve his stats from last season. I think he will. I think he'll do good. Well, it only depends if uh, 
if they're double teaming him, they'll leave a lot more, uh, a lot more plays for other other receivers to to catch fit. So, I think Calvin Ridley's good enough. He's good enough threatening the end zone to alleviate Julio if he's triple team, which he probably is going to be. And I think they got enough to yeah spread it around still. I just don't see them being the team that they were a few years ago when they were in the Super Bowl. So I think those days are behind them. Well, that's because they lost Kyle Shanahan. Well, I don't really. I mean, Shanahan's pretty decent. I mean, he's definitely helped. You don't say decent. You say good. He's decent. He's aight. He's good. He's really good. Come on, look at what he had to work with with San Francisco. Look how, how many points we actually put up. There were so many games within reach that we lost. But that's because the defense was terrible. I mean, look who he had. He had to – him and Lynch had to turn around this whole roster. It was left in shambles from the craziest shenanigans that happened ever since Harbaugh got fired. That's on your freaking owner and GM. Well, he's not GM anymore. Old Trent Bulk's out. John Lynch is now with Kyle Shanahan. And they're turning things around. What was it? Who's your owner again? I forget. Jed York. Yeah, Jed. See, I thought he was GM, so. No, that's Trent Bulk. I thought that he. I thought that he did both. He's he needs to sell the team to a fucking someone that actually is football minded. Well, it's weird because he's married. I think he's married to Eddie D. Bartello's daughter, who owned the Forty ers before through their heyday forever. So I think it's still kind of part of the family. I just don't know how much they were like a part of it anymore, football-wise. They just need to reincarnate Joe Walsh and bring him back as owner. Bill Walsh? Bill Walsh, whatever. I was thinking you get his name right. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking the Eagles <laughs> guitarist Bill Walsh or Joel Walsh. I meant. Eagles guitarist. Yeah, Joel Walsh. Because I like the Eagles, and for some reason I was thinking of the Eagles football team. So, (laughs) (laughs) what? Sorry, I've been hanging around my my mom. She's she loves the old music shit. Yeah, my mom does too. And Peter Frampton. Peter. I got a mouth guitar. <laughs> oh, shit. What a day. So, all right. Since we pretty much already went out and said that who we think is going to be top fantasy quarterbacks, do we want to go through the list of the running backs and receivers? Well, we did the receivers before. Because we had, uh, we both agreed that Michael Thomas was going to be number one. Oh yeah. Only ones we didn't do is right, uh, running backs and tight ends. 
But tight ends will be really tough to choose from. Ah, tight ends won't be too tough. Oh, I mean, to choose from it's gonna be in the top. George Kittle, <laughs> freaking Travis Kelsey. Five through ten will be the hardest. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it will be. Because like, uh, uh, okay. You want to do running backs then? Yeah, let's do running backs. Okay. Top 10 running backs of the 2018 season. Figure out where they're going to finish this year. Rounding out 10th is Cincinnati running back Joe Mixon. He's dropping out of top 10. Because I just think that he's going to be so heavily depended on by that team because they don't really have shit there. Um, he's going to get injured, and then, then they're screwed. Uh, yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way. He's going to get more touches for sure. With AJ Green being out, fuck. When AJ Green comes back, though, it will take a load off of him a bit. I still think he's not going to add up to as much as he had this last season. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, no. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he drops out of the top ten. No, no, I take it back. Take it back. He's top ten. He's going to say it in place. Just because I was looking up the list at the rest of them ahead of you. Okay. Joe Mixon still top 10 for me. Out of the top 10 for you. Yep. <clears throat> Number nine, Arizona running back David Johnson. I think uh, regarding if he doesn't get injured – I think he could be at least a top seven receiver or running back. Damn it, ESPN, not now. Show us nudes. <laughs> we have pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo naked, which you like to see. Oh, breaking news. Ryan Bader and Czech Congo fight in Bellator ends with a round poke in the first round, and there's no winner, so it's a draw. <laughs> Oh, no shit. It must have been a pretty blatant ass round eye poke. Or a pretty severe one. I didn't watch it, so it was just a breaking news thing. You see Conor McGregor wants to fight what's his nuts, that Russian dude? Nerma Megedemov? Just kidding. Nah, I can't even say right. I'm saying it right earlier. Khabib. Khabib, yeah, he wants to fight him in Russia. I mean, I don't know. I like Connor. I like this trash talk. I thought it was kind of funny, but he definitely has to work on his ground game of not being taken down because Khabib is just mauling these dudes on the ground. He's he surprisingly rocked McGregor with a, a hit. Which I think he wasn't expecting that because he's such a ground savage. But his, his stand up is, I don't know. He can take hits, obviously, because he hasn't been knocked out. But once he gets old people, he just mauls them. 
Oh well, yeah, and, and you know, like you said, Connor does not have a ground game at all. Like he no. has no submission game or nothing. Like he's just he knocks him out. Like like he would do with uh, uh, what is it, uh, Nate Diaz or whatever. He would not let him knock him down or whatever, and then let him get back up. And then, like seriously, what the fuck? He's down. Get on that motherfucker. Nope. Let's get back up. And then Diaz is pretty slick on his back, though. True, but I mean, at least try to punch him, kick him, something while he's down. Yeah. Anyways, back to football. <laughs> you say what are you saying on David Johnson? I'd say top seven. Top seven? Ooh. Yeah, I think. I think. Just going off of what we were talking about earlier, I, I think the air raid is not going to work out so well. And I think they're going to end up leaning heavily on DJ uh, come week four, week five. Yeah, his production is going to go up a hell of a lot more. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's going to have a lot of runs. Yes, I say he stays in the top ten. Where would you put him at, though, number-wise? Who I am going to – I'm going to keep him. I'm going to say he's going to go up to seventh. That's right. He's not going to break top five. He's going to be seventh. All righty. That's freaky, dude. We're going with the same thing. <laughs> <clears throat> this guy, this next guy, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. He's falling out of his top ten. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a that's a given if he's not playing. Okay, let's say this. Let's say he decides week three that he's coming back. Then do you still keep him top? If you still drop him out of top ten, week three he comes back with the Chargers, or he gets traded. To whoever that needs a running back. Mm. But by week three, he's already missed the first two games because of sitting out. And the fact that he doesn't really really stay healthy throughout an entire season. I think that's too many games. To make up for it. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Out of top ten for me too then. He would be out of top ten. All right, so that was a pretty easy choice for both of us. <laughs> Definitely. Moving on to number seven, I'm pretty sure you're going to take him out of the top ten because of the fact that who he plays for, the New England Patriots, running back James White. Well, he just doesn't get enough uh, reps to really maintain that that uh, top ten running back list because – they're gonna try as you know, as long as Sony Michelle doesn't get injured, they're gonna try to use him as their main back because he can ground and pound that shit. Production wise, the all the majority of his White is a catching back. Yeah, that's the majority of his points for his receptions. Exactly, but that's about the only time because, but it should be it shouldn't go into his uh, running stats when he gets receptions. That shouldn't even count. 
But if it, if you're going with the PPR, if they hand the ball off to you, that should be when it counts for your running stats. Yeah, but PPRs. No, I understand all that. I'm just saying PPR. Are we doing PPR or non PPR? I'm doing PPR like a normal person, but uh, well, yeah, we're doing PPR. So, what do you think he's at PPR wise then? PP head. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying like you can't you can't uh, say like all running purpose yards as that. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's he's a dual threat running back, but like I said, he doesn't get enough reps to really be a, a top factor. He might be top nine in my book, maybe not, maybe not necessarily. He he'll drop he'll drop down to nine. He won't he won't stay at eight. I have him dropping out of top ten. I think his. Both his receptions and his touches drop. Oh, that shocked the shit out of me. You would. You think I'm a Patriots fan, don't you? You're a closet one. <clears throat> Moving. What'd you probably have a picture of a fucking Tom Brady on your mantle. On your headrest or whatever. <laughs> uh, all right moving on you weirdo <laughs> pittsburgh running back james connor and that's at number seven six. Oh, this will be for six so white was seven? Oh, that's right because uh melvin gordon okay never mind i'm sorry uh uh, I say I'd move him back to eight because I think they're going to try to throw the ball a lot more. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he drops down the eighth. I think think he drops one behind David Johnson. I think Jay Johnson moves up to seventh, Connor to eighth. Is that what I said before with David yeah. Johnson? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yep, we both. Anyways, was- we both agreed that he was at seven. Alrighty then, we'd answered that. Now moving on to that. Uh, David Johnson was at at nine last season, and he went down with an injury within like the first two games. Well, he didn't stay out the whole season. Well, he sure fucking didn't show up for me in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> he did running wise. Yeah, he got a pretty decent amount of catches too. He didn't do too bad, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a breakout. Hmm. Okay, because they also had Adrian Peterson. Well, that was the year before. Never mind. It's Pete Peterson's with the Redskins now. So, number five, Dallas running back Ezekiel Elliott. I'd say he goes up to probably top three. Just because they paid him, they're, he's they're gonna ex- have a lot of expectations out of him. So he's either show up, play like a fucking player that gets paid that much money, or cut his fucking ass the next few years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? 
I say he stays the same. Stays five, huh? Wow. Stay five, but he's still top five. Yeah, that's true. I think you're right, though. I think just because he got paid, he just Zeke is gonna eat. I'm nom 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 nom. He's gonna choke. He'll, he'll eat all the way to the playoffs and then fucking choke. Okay, number four. Saints running back Alvin Kamara. I say he stays right at four. It just depends on what they're what they plan on running this year. I mean, if they they plan on using the two two quarterback uh, type, I don't know type offense or whatever. I just I don't think they hand the ball off as much this season. Nor would you. I think they keep it the same. Not uh, wise, but he doesn't have Mark Ingram to split carries with. Exactly. I think he's getting the, the touches. So yeah, I think he stays. Four. I think he moves up to number three. Taking over Zeke's spot. No, Zeke's fifth. For me, though. I'm three. Oh, for you. Yeah. Well, nobody cares about you. No. Just kidding. My mom right. cares about me. <laughs> All right, next guy. Los Angeles Rams running back Todd Gurley at number three. I'm saying he drops down to five. I think last uh, this last Super Bowl, he's leading on to something. I think he's in, more injured than what he's leading on or whatever. For him not to play like he should have in the Super Bowl, yeah, his something's up. Yeah, I drop him down to sixth. Because then didn't, didn't he have knee injury or he had knee knee problems when he played for Georgia, didn't he? I think so. That's why he fell so far. Yeah, I think he drops to sixth place. Oh, I said five, so we weren't too far off on that one. Drops out of top five. But he's still a pretty good running back though. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna I would definitely draft him if I had a fantasy team this year. Actually, I did. <laughs> well, you're not dumb. Because she ain't going to win any games using their quarterback. His golf has fallen off hardcore this year. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a lot of receiving weapons around him still. He's just not a good quarterback, though. Uh, we go to number two, and it is Carolina running back Christian McCaffrey. I stay, he stays at two. He's still a dual threat running back. He's probably the best dual threat in the in the league right now for a white boy. <laughs> uh, dual threat-wise, he is great, but I don't think he's the best in the NFL dual threat. But I do like him. He is a great dual threat. I keep him at number two because the number one guy I think is the best dual threat. And you can take a wild guess who that is. Um, Adelian Thomason. Shut up. <laughs> LT, motherfucker. <laughs> he was pretty good, though. Number one, 
New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley? I say he stays at the top. Stays top for me, dude. He's just he's the whole team. Uh, if he goes down with he's injury, the he's they are fucked. Even worse than what they are now. Yeah. They'll win one game without him. So now since Melvin Gordon is completely off the board, should we at least think about bringing Le'Veon Bell onto the board? Le'Veon Bell on the board. I don't even know who I'm missing though. <laughs> I got to figure out this top 10 business. I should have wrote down to see what positions are missing. Because the fact that I want to bring – yeah, Le'Veon Bell is going to be pretty good. But also, I want to bring on a rookie running back who I think is going to turn out pretty well, and Josh Jacobs. For which team? Oakland Raiders. Oh, okay. Oakland Raiders. But the fact that Gruden's a run-heavy kind of guy, he's going to be a a three-down workhorse, and he's going to be a pass catcher in the backfield. He's going to be a dual threat, and I think that's going to put him up top ten. I don't. What happened? I'm not going to put him up top five. Because you don't, you don't have a two or a three in your pot, or no, maybe you have a three. You don't have a four. I have a top three. I have Barkley, McCaffrey, Camara, and I don't have a four. You're right. But I'm not gonna. uh, I see Levy. Levy on Bell goes to to four. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Because with that money, with that money that they paid him, they're gonna work his ass off hardcore. Yep. He's got fresh legs, been been out a whole season. Fuck yeah, he's gonna get used up this season. So Barkley, McCaffrey, Camara, and I have Le'Veon Bell now. I have Zeke still at five. Six who did I put at six? I don't know. Oh, Todd Gurley. Gurley six. Yeah, David Johnson seven. And then I had, uh, what, Joe Mixon eight? No, you had him. Well, you left him at 10. I didn't leave him at 10. Johnson seventh. Who did I have eight? Gorn's out. White's out of top 10. All right, so I don't think I have an eighth unless somebody's listening and going to call me out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh Jacobs, eighth. He breaks top ten, but he's not going to be top five. Not yet. Well, we had Philip Lindsay, too, though. I think think he'll probably – because we had uh, Connor. We moved him back to, to eighth, or you left him at eight. Or nine, one of the two. See, I don't. Um, I think this list is right, right? Oh, uh, Lindsay is thirteenth on this list. I think I do not have I think Lindsay top ten. I think Lindsay breaks the top ten at least. I think because I didn't have a ten, so I'll move him to ten. I keep him out of top ten. He's good in a pickle, though. If you need a, at least a freaking. A bench player that's can get you a few points. I think you'd be pretty decent to take. Use them as your flex. So I got eighth. I have Josh Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. 
a cat mixing at 10, and I have an opening for 9, right? Did I have an opening? Or did I move Connor to 9? I think you moved Connor to 9. Okay. I think I have my top. You completely dropped Mixon off your board. No, I kept Mixon. I I dropped him off. Sorry. Yeah. I think I have my spots filled. See, this would be a lot more easier if we were both in the same room together. Then we could, like, yes, that's what we did. <laughs> I should write down a, the shit I say as I go. Yes, I don't act like I'm going back on what I just said five seconds ago. Never mind, I will go back again. Well, it's okay. on tape. As long as you can figure out how to freaking get it to upload, then we can use it. That one process, so we can process this and get going. Well, I'll have to look on my end because uh, when we went on the air, it still showed that you didn't have any uh, recordings. Yeah, it was, it's processing still, so I was going to upload it after they got done processing, but it finished. <clears throat> so I'll upload it. It's pretty, it's pretty easy how to upload it and stuff. Okay, so that's top 10 running backs, fantasy-wise. And we went with Michael Thomas as the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. We already discussed quarterbacks, uh, tight ends. I mean, I'm just going to have to go with my man, George Kittle, as number one. Yep, same here. And Kelsey would be number two for me. Yeah, it'll be a split between Ertz and Kelsey for number two. Those are top three. Kittle, Kelsey. And, well, I mean, Mike Kosecki for my Dolphins, he's going to probably get a lot more passes his way this year, but he ain't going to be top ten. They're trying – I just hate the fact that a lot of my Dolphin fan friends are, like, trying to make him out as, like, the new Gronk. I'm just like, no. He's definitely not as sturdy as Gronk was. I mean, I know Gronk was kind of injury prone, but he could fucking catch and lay the hurt on a lot of players. And how Mike Kosecki got hurt within like this third preseason game or whatever, he took a hard hit or whatever, knocked the wind out of him, and then he was out the rest of the game. So uh, the fourth place guy on this list, I'm going to say, is going to drop out. Oh, the top ten. He will stay top ten though. Eric Ebron. Oh, Ebron for the for the Colts. Well, yeah, I mean they got a quarterback to throw to him now. Uh, Fifth place was Raiders old tight end who's now a New Orleans Saint, Jared Cook. You know, he was iffy, and then he, you know, he did pretty well in Oakland. Does he do well and with a better quarterback in Drew Brees? But they still have a lot of other weapons to go to. Still there? Yeah. It's I was say I'm trying to connect. Oh. Like okay. It tried blogging me out again, dude. Saying about Jerry Cook. Nope. Jerry Cook, he did well in Oakland. 
He wasn't so well before, and then he did well in Oakland. Does he do better in New Orleans now that he's got a better quarterback? But they also have a lot of other targets. That's true. Yeah, it ain't showing up nothing on my end. So as long as it's working on your end, I'm happy with it. But, yeah, it's like all black screen right now for me on my phone. Really? It's still showing up on mine. I know we're at like an hour or something, hour and 19 minutes or whatever. But Well, I just caught a tail end of it and it said trying to reconnect and then it wouldn't let me. And then I hit back or whatever and then it, it stayed recording. But. I don't know. I'm wondering if it's on my end that's fucking us up. Because I'd yeah. shut my fo- I'd shut my phone off while it's while we're doing it or whatever, so save save some battery. But I don't know. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so, I thought exactly. <laughs> do we want to do top kickers and top defense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Defense would probably be easier. Yeah, kickers. Nobody really cares about kickers. Only if the game's on the line. Well, if you're a Bears kicker, you're kind of screwed. Top 10 defenses. Work our way up like we do every other one. Yeah. Running out 10th place is the Washington Redskins. Definitely dropping out. They the tenth. They will be tenth next year or this year. Nah, I agree. I think they're, I think they're good, and I also think that they have an overrated cornerback. Mm. Yeah, I do too. Mike, Mike's favorite guy before he left the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Yeah, he's a joke. Ninth place, Seattle Seahawks. Um, well, with them adding uh, Clowney to the mix, I think that they could probably move up to eighth. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say for me. I know I you still hate Bobby Wagner. No, it's not because I hate. They they have Bobby Wagner still, and they got Clowney, but they did lose Frank Clark, hmm. who went to Kansas City. I still think they're gonna they'll be they'll still be at least a top ten, eight, whatever. This is fantasy wise. This isn't like total defense, by the way. Yeah, the list. It's however they score. So, or do you just want to say who's going to have the best defense? Anyway? I think we'll just do best defense because, you know, like a lot of their points on defense is based off of like uh, special teams. Yeah. So, like, if you have a hell of a good uh, kick returner or whatever, then you're going to get more points that way. So I'll read off the top 10 fantasy points wise and we'll just discuss whether they're going to be a good defense. Okay. Top 10 defense, I say. Or should I just pull up the total defense and then go off of that list instead of fantasy? 
I would say total defense instead of fantasy. Okay. I agree. I'm going to pull that up. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, so here. What's it saying? Okay. Uh, it's taking a bit to load up. Okay, I was just making sure because that sounded like usually when it gets quiet on your end, that's when I kind of have a feeling that it's disconnected me or something. Just... Nah, I think it seems weird. Okay. Uh, talk about some filler stuff. Filler, filler, filler. So yesterday I was fucking my wife in the ass, you know, but... Oh, you're just, I thought you were talking about filler. Not filler. Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, I didn't want it to just be all quiet while I'm just looking up. Hey, what was uh, your ex's last name? No. Like... <laughs> no, I just want to make sure because. Some chick that starts with an A uh, for a first name tried adding me as a friend, and I don't know if it's the same person. Uh, nah, I don't want people knowing this. Okay, we can, we can discuss this on uh, Messenger to each other. <laughs> I'm just doing filler. <laughs> You're terrible at filler, man. <laughs> motherfucker over here sweating bullets. Like, nah, motherfucker. You ain't gonna catch me on that shit. Weird ass shit, man. It's all that fucking gay porn you've been downloading. For fuck's sakes. It just looks. Ah, stop doing that shit. Fuck you. In other news, I think that the New England Patriots will probably most likely get caught for tampering, uh, bringing in uh, Antonio Brown. And that ain't just me being a biased Patriot hater, Dolphin fan. It's the fact of the matter is that the fact that they had already scheduled, you know, like he had already had the meme and everything, like of fucking him wearing a Patriots jersey like within minutes of him announcing that they're going to go to he was going to go to the patriots i mean i'm pretty good at at cropping out pictures and and creating memes but for him to be in a fucking patriots jersey and have that shit posted on his instagram within minutes of patriots announcing that that he was going to be a fucking new england patriot isn't that fucking timing just a little bit odd to you if they weren't already in contact with him while he was under contracts with the with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, it's kinda odd. I got it pulled up by the way. It kept going and loading up the damn offense, not the defense. Well, I just had to do a little filler. Trying to help you out. Scrambling, scrambling, conspiracy theories. 
It's not a conspiracy theory. It's if it's fucking. I know. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm not Alex Jones, motherfucker. This isn't fucking whatever that website is. Okay, top ten. Tenth place. Really, Detroit Lions. Oh, well. Uh, I. Uh, their coach is really defensive minded, so I mean, they were pretty decent last season, but I don't, I don't think. I don't think they stay top ten anymore. I think they probably drop out, probably to number eleven. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think they drop out of the top ten. They have a hell of a cornerback though, Darius Slay. Oh yeah. All right. So moving on to ninth place, the LA Chargers. I say they move up to, I'd say top. I'd say I'd think they stay apart. Nah, okay. I'll say they move up to seven. You know, I would. I, I think I might. I think I'll have to agree. I would have them higher if I knew that these guys were not going to be injured and consistently playing throughout the whole season. Especially Bosa and all them. Um, how that's one thing I like about the Chargers. I know, and you know, I'm so still frustrated that San Francisco passed on them. I know, could have had all the Iowa players, but I wish they would have still grabbed Desmond King because we can't, we can't be the, the San Francisco Hawkeyes or the Miami Hawkeyes. <laughs> Yes, they can. Damn it, they can be in 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 Madden. That's for sure. I really would rather had Desmond King well over Akilah Willisman. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Although I think I think Micah Fitzpatrick has worked out pretty good for me. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to eighth place is the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm moving them to nine. So just on one spot? Yeah. Because they're pretty much their defense is what kept them in a lot of games last season. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I moved them down to 10th. But they stay top 10. Okay. So. Moving on to the next team, which is the Dallas Cowboys. I say they move up to probably top four defense. Why do you think that? I just think they improved their defense a hell of a lot more. Like normally the Cowboys are best known for their offensive line and they beefed up their defense and their defensive coordinator who Miami tried getting last season who like best way that I could describe him is like their players want to run through a brick wall for him because he's such a 
well-rounded coach. Like he's going to be an NFL coach sooner rather than later. Um, he's got that defense turned around. And as much as I hate the Cowboys, it's just the fact that he's going to get them ready for the season. I mean, I'm not saying fucking world beaters or whatever, fucking make it for to the NFC championship type team. They're a, they're a wild card defense. That's about it. Yeah, I think they, I think they stay strong. Uh, Vander Esch turned out pretty good. Absence of uh, Sean Lee. Yeah, and Sean Lee's not bad when he's he's pretty good when he's not on the sideline, but he's on the sideline all, all the time. Uh, I, I think either way, I don't care. I don't think it really matters. If they don't at least make the NFC championship game this year, I think what's his face, the clapper, is going to be fired as their coach. Yeah, as much as it pains me to say this, the Cowboys got a good defense and they're going to stay. Sean Lee comes in, they're going to be good. They have Jalen Smith. Van Rish turned out really well. Demarcus Lawrence got paid. Yeah. What about that one dude that came from Miami last year and he got, I think he's suspended for the first couple games or whatever for performance enhancing drugs or some shit. Quinn, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn? Yeah. Came, uh, over, came over from the Rams, played one year, and then they cut him. I didn't even see him on their, the depth chart of the Cowboys. Huh, they must have got rid of him too after he got busted for fucking PEDs or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. I think Dallas moves up too. I agree. As much as it pains me to say. How far though? Uh, fifth. Fifth. Okay, so sixth place we had Pittsburgh Steelers. Holy shit! Um, I know that kind of threw me a little bit. I don't even take them as a top ten defense. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's hard to seem that high. Is TJ Watt that good? He must be. Uh, he it was out quite a bit last year. He plays pretty good, though, when he is. And he's just like his brother. He's always injured. Yeah, I, I agree. I take him out of top ten. I just can't believe they're that high. Six, wow. They must have been including – are you sure they're not including uh, returns for touchdowns and shit like that? No, it's total – Defense, yards. Okay. Wow, that's well. I, I still, I take him out of top ten, in my opinion. Okay, fifth place. How the mighty have fallen. Jacksonville Jaguars. I say they're going to probably be 
either they'll stay at five or they'll go to three. Three, huh? Just three? Yeah, I think they might move up to three. Well, for me, I think they move up to two. Wow. I think they play well and they move up to two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll keep on too. It's starting to get tough now because now we're moving up to real good defenses. All right. Four, Minnesota Vikings. I'll leave them right up there at four. Yeah, I agree. I keep them at four. Because I don't think they improved that much. I mean, like you said, they beefed up their offensive line. They didn't really mess with their defense as much. And their defense is good. So maybe they'll stay off the field and allow less yards. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah, four. I'll keep them at four still anyways. Number three, Chicago Bears. I got them at number one. Yeah, I just I don't know how you can get around it. Yeah, to number one too. With Khalil Mack, if he stays healthy, I mean they just I mean he, you know, brings like double to triple, uh, you know, blocks or whatever. So you just can't go against that. I mean, when they're triple covering him or whatever or blocking him or whatever, that just frees up, you know, another defensive end or whatever to come in and just kill the quarterback. They did pretty well at stopping him. The Green Bay Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. But he made a few. Wasn't it Bacardi? I think Bacardi held him off pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's still there. He's still a threat, and he's just going to. Yeah, he's still going to be a terrorizer. Definitely. So, yeah, I moved them to number one as well. I agree. Okay, number two, Buffalo Bills. You got to leave them there. I know you moved one of them up to number two, so you're going to have to drop yours down. Yes, I would. I put Jacksonville Jaguars at number two. I'm going to drop Buffalo Bills down. Yeah, still have a good team. I might keep them top five. Might keep them top five. But they are, yeah. They're definitely out of second place. And then the number one team, I'm moving them out, obviously, and so aren't you. Baltimore Ravens. Wow. I'm surprised that they're still as high as they are. I'd say I'd move them down to shit, who do I have open for? I think sixth, maybe. They lost Trail Suggs. Yep. Who have they picked up? I don't think they really picked up anybody. Yeah, I am gonna I mean I'm having them drop out of top five for sure. Oh, that's nuts. You know who I'm going to move up? I might move him up top ten, actually. 
And you're going to think I sound biased. Who are your 49ers? 49ers. To where? They did finish uh, 13th place last season, by the way. They definitely improved on the defense. Shot, I didn't even know what positions are open. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Eighth? Or did yeah. I have somebody else? Eighth? I can't remember if he did or not. I move him up to eighth. Whoever's in there before, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, we completely dropped uh, the Steelers off the board. Yeah, we dropped Steelers off the board. I don't think I'm going to quite move them up that high yet. It's going to be an interesting response. Just because I I think they have enough to terrorize the quarterbacks. They're going to create a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks to start throwing over turnovers. We're going to finally get some turnovers, but didn't hardly they didn't really do nothing secondary wise except for uh, very he's injured. He I don't know if, if he's starting or not. Uh, he's not bad, so. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting season, to say the least. See, really, the the Ravens, all they did was pick up Earl Thomas, but they lost so many people. And I mean, they haven't really gained a whole lot on offense either. Yeah, I had them dropping out. Um, Marquise Brown might turn out all right. Oh, Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown might turn out all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. (laughs) Well, I think we should probably uh, call her good on this one, and then uh, we'll see how our picks pan out for tomorrow. I don't know how good we're going to do, but. I'm already 0-1, so I can't get any worse. Well, yeah. I know. I'm already 0-1, too. Hopefully, I don't get worse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll call it good. That little jingle in the background, I thought you were, I thought it hung up on us already. That's like perfect timing. I am plugged in my laptop. Oh, I see. Get longer battery life. Oh. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, this has been fun. And uh, right, well, you're listening to the B&B Sports Show podcast. I'm Brian, and that has been... Take all of our picks to heart and go make the wildest bets you can. Bet the fucking farm, dude. Seriously, we can't lose. Literally, your farm. Bet it. <laughs> Again, his name is Ben Gillard. And if you don't have a farm, bet somebody else's farm. So they will shoot you. You can't lose, motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. I don't want you guys getting shot. You're my fans. Exactly. If we exist. Well, we will once you post it. All right. Yeah. We'll post these two soon and then get some invites. Hell yeah. All right, All right man. Later, man.
So apparently I can't disconnect. It wouldn't let me disconnect either. Like it's going back. <laughs> I'm froze, but I can't disconnect. What the hell? We're going to talk about this forever, goddammit. Well, that's shit for losing all your other ones. Now you're going to stay on this one. <laughs> it's like... It wants to yeah. close it. It just has the purple screen. It ain't even connected to it for me. Mine just isn't responding. So I'm pretty sure it stopped recording at one twenty. Oh, motherfucker. Well, I'm going to close it. All right, brother. Later, man.